Hey y'all, what is up? Happy Saturday. This week we have shit talking on social media, but not just in the normal trollish comments way. Um, This is focused more on the bad marketing aspect of social media. It's something that I've noticed more and more frequently as well. Um, And this is just gonna be a mellow episode, just me talking about something that I've noticed that I don't like as per the usual. So for anyone that listens to LPOTL, Uh, This is basically a relaxed fit. So why are we so just hateful to each other? And especially people that are helping us. It's not even just random strangers. It's people that are actively helping us, especially in the context of clientele or customers. And so, like I said, I've seen this trend a lot on social media, particularly And so people are just harshly critiquing their clients who are providing them their source of income. And it's just all for the sake of humor. So it's tattoo artists posting reels of how they react when the client walks in wanting a full sleeve instead of just a small piece like was planned. Or their feet stink, or they're talking too much, or they're not talking enough, or they're on their phone, or they're not paying attention, or anything all of these things, right? We've got hairdressers shaming clients for being too demanding or then too indecisive. Nail artists shaming clients for having ugly toes. Nurses posting about all of the annoying or stupid things that patients do. I mean, the list is endless. And granted, I always thought that a lot of these were funny. Um, I definitely did laugh at a lot of these. A lot of these are very relatable. But then I saw this video of someone warning against this and then it really just made me think and I was like, damn, that is pretty shitty though when you think about it. And so I don't know why we're like this. I don't really know how to unpack it. Um, I mean, are we just that incompetent at accepting other people's successes that we need to, you know, put others down in order to inherently raise ourselves up? Are we that incapable of just putting ourselves into other people's shoes to understand where they're coming from? Because, I mean, my toes, (laughs) my toes are ugly. I mean, ugly, ugly. They are not cute. I get my toes done for the free surgery and the restructuring, not just to get them painted. I mean, I can paint them myself, but I cannot fix my toes. And so I'm going to a nail tech for help not just for them to then post a TikTok of how boo-boo my feet are. And so, I don't know, why can't we just realize that maybe people just need some help, right? They don't need to be made fun of. And I think collectively as a society, we're just too mean. I mean, we're just too mean to each other. We need to be nice, decent human beings. Social media is already toxic, and it's already negative enough, and it's already inherently instilling all of these terrible beauty standards and unrealistic relationship expectations and just bad juju we're growing up seeing this and then thinking that's normal with the filters and all this stuff and so why are we adding extra negativity to it especially from a marketing standpoint um why are we doing all this just for some extra likes or for the added influence Because why would I see someone talking shit about new clients and think, hmm, this person's the one for me. I'm going to go to them. I can't, listen, I cannot fix my own toes. I mean, trust me, I have tried. I turned them into hamburger. It 
progressively gets worse every time I try and fix them myself. Like, I need to go to a nail salon for help. And so why would I see a nail artist on social media saying, oh, I hate these toes and I hate my job and yada, 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 yada. Why would I think like, hmm, she seems like a nice person to go to and show my feet to? No. And on the, so the other dynamic, the other one that I always relate to really closely is that nurse-patient dynamic. And I cannot stress this enough. I, like I said in the beginning, I am not always a good human being. And so I definitely am guilty of laughing at a lot of those videos. Um, but honestly, I mean, being in the hospital is scary. It's even, I mean, even if you work in other avenues of healthcare, like I do, I, we don't know everything. I don't know everything. And so if we're going to medical, we're going to be helped by someone who knows more than we do. By default, something is wrong and we want to get it fixed. We want to feel better and we don't know everything. So we don't know what's a silly question or what's annoying to the nurse because they've heard it a trillion times because maybe it's our own, it's only our first time actually experiencing this. Maybe this is the first time this has happened to us and we don't know what's going on. Um, This is only our first time asking the question. Or the other possibility too is maybe this is a medical emergency and so we're just panicking because we're scared and we don't know what's going on, we don't know what to expect. And so maybe we're not entirely delightful human beings to be around. Maybe we're kind of rude or impatient, but just we're going there for help, right? We're not going there to be taken, to like, to be made fun of essentially. Just. Be patient with us. Be nice to us. Um, And so I was thinking about it more. And maybe, maybe in certain contexts, it's because we get defensive about our own accomplishments or our talents or our achievements. And so all of this just kind of stems from, from like a general insecurity in our own success. And I think, too, that's why girls always get a bad rap for being mean to each other or for being negative all the time. It's because we tend to view it as one person's accomplishments or achievements somehow negating our own. So we see it as, oh, well, she's doing great. She's doing big things. So that means I'm not doing enough or I'm not succeeding enough. I did one big thing that I was proud of, but now I just saw that she did two big things. So now she's better and I have nothing to celebrate. But I mean, that's not the case. I mean, that shouldn't be the case. We can both succeed at the same time in different areas. We don't need to talk negatively about each other in order to build ourselves up or to make ourselves seem better in some form. I think that's where social media comes back into play as well because it inherently turns everything into a competition And not everything should be a competition, especially not between friendships, between relationships, with family members. It should not be a competition. And also, I I will say too, I do not think that the majority of people recognize that this is even happening. Um, I don't think anyone wakes up and they just say, hmm, I want to fight today. I choose violence. I'm going to make this a competition and make someone else feel bad about themselves. No, I think it just, we're so used to it happening 
that we don't even realize it. So what I've seen a lot too is if people have a hard time congratulating others for their achievements, that's kind of the cue that maybe they're kind of in a rocky relationship with their own accomplishments and achievements. And that can really drive a wedge in between friendships and relationships. Um, I mean, there was one time where my husband won an annual award. And so I put it in our group chat and I was like, hey, he won this, yada, yada. And some of the responses, immediate responses I got back were like, oh, that's awesome. Congratulations. And then some of them that I got back too, they were like, oh, I won this award. I won that award. I remember when I won an annual award. And I, was, I just kind of sat back and watched the, the conversation develop, you know. And then I finally, I just said, I was like, I'll just, I'll just tell him that you said congratulations. And they're like, oh yeah, my bad. Yeah, congrats. But it's always, it's little subliminal things like that. Like, if you hear someone doing well, if they're happy about where they're at, if they're proud of something that they've accomplished... Congratulations should be the first thing that you do to show them that support. The first thing that you do. You shouldn't be trying to one-up them or bring the attention back to an accomplishment that you have. Like, Let them have their time. Let them be proud of their accomplishment. Let them know that, hey, you put in work, you wanted something, you got something good for you. Like, Be proud of yourself. You know, just support each other. There's, like I said, there's already so much toxicity and negativity out there. We just, we just need to be nicer, decent human beings. Especially with females. Especially with females. I hate to make it a, a gender thing, but girls are sometimes kind of mean to each other. Like I said, it's, it's this weird backwards thought pattern that if someone else is recognized for something that that somehow means that we are lesser than or we are not enough and that's just that's not the case and I think we all feel guilty so then it can go as deep as when you do have an accomplishment a huge accomplishment and then you feel guilty even bringing it up to others because you don't know how they're going to react they're not going to support it so on and so forth and so you'll end up actually kind of bottling in that accomplishment not letting yourself fully celebrate in your accomplishment because of other people's unrealistic expectations or standards or whatever the case may be and I hate to be that nerd. Actually, no, I don't. <laughs> what am I saying? Um, I read this play for school once because I had to, but it was actually really good. Um, I'd give it like a 7 out of 10 recommendation, honestly. Um, so it's called Top Girls. It's by Carol Churchill. It's written back in, I think, 1980s or something. Um, and it was really, it was an interesting storyline and plot because it was about like 12, 10 or 12 different female roles. It was all female characters, right? 10 or 12 females from various time periods. So sort of like an alternate reality and they were all coming to this celebratory dinner for one girl's promotion that she got at work. And so one girl was from the 80s. So 
quote-unquote modern time from when it was written. One girl was from like the year 800 in Rome. One girl was like a fake character from a painting in the 1600s. One girl was like a Japanese emperor Cortesian girl from like the 1200s. All these different characters from different time periods, different countries, right? And so they were all meeting together for this promotion dinner for the one girl. And so it was supposed to be a celebration for her because back in the 80s, obviously, I mean, feminism was kind of around, but it hadn't really fully, I mean, we're still not even there yet today. But obviously, there was a lot of um, sexism in the workforce and things of that nature. And so she had actually gotten a promotion at her job, which was an incredible achievement that was that was not expected whatsoever. And so it was supposed to be a lot of congratulations. Um, there were a couple really awesome moments where she's making, the girl who got the promotion, she was making a toast and she sort of chalked her promotion up as an achievement for all women to break through that glass ceiling. Like she saw it as something You know, she said, so here's a quote. She said, we've all come a long way. Um, I'm sure it's just the beginning of something extraordinary to Marlene and to all of us, to our courage and the way we changed our lives and our extraordinary achievements. So it was really cool because that one positive supportive role, um, she saw, the, like I said, the one promotion as an accomplishment for all in the step towards progression in that breaking that glass ceiling. However, what I'm getting at here, very long-windedly, I apologize, um, (laughs) that was one girl, right? That was one supportive girl. The other 10 or 11 female characters were not quite so supportive. And so this whole time through dinner, they're all kind of low-key arguing about who had it worst in their time frame and in their social status and in their culture. And so one was saying like, well, I was forced to marry at 14 years old and I worked myself to death and my husband never loved me and I didn't even get to choose my husband, blah, blah, blah. And then other characters are saying, were like, well, at least you didn't get beat every day and I did get beat every day. And then another girl's like, well, I was raped all the time. And then another one was like, oh, well, you call it rape. Well, I was just bred to you know, I was brought up from a child to know that I belong to him. So it doesn't even count as right because that's what was socially accepted. And so they're all trying to like one up each other instead of just focusing on Marlene on the girl that got the promotion. And so all of this to say, be a nice human being. Also read that play if you do want to. It's pretty, it's a pretty quick read. And it was, like I said, it was, a, it was an interesting plot that you don't normally see just a ton of different cultures societies time frames all coming together and just seeing how they all reacted was pretty cool um yes be a decent human being be nice to each other support other females and support yourself be nice to yourself allow yourself to have an accomplishment or achievement be proud of what you enjoy and what you've accomplished and celebrating that. Don't let people make you feel bad for that. Don't make people, don't let people make you feel like you have to tone down your excitement because there is nothing worse than that. 
If you want to love sharks and wear shark everything, you go right ahead, all right? Kudos to you, okay? There's enough joy suckers out there. If you love hammerhead sharks, you just go be a shark girl, you know? You just, you do you. All right, that's it. I'm rambling. I'm out of here. Be a good human being. I will catch y'all next week. Bye.